we're going to uh, move into the sermon. So I'm going to sort of do some a bit of a talk about the Bible for about oh, hopefully less than 30 minutes. I'm going to try and be a bit quicker tonight. Um, and, and, yeah, and sort of just teach through some of the stuff we've been talking about at the moment. We're doing this series called Rivers. And it's interesting, we were just talking about baptism, even just Liam getting baptised. Baptism is exactly what Josh said, that it's, it's about the new life that's in Jesus. But there's another thing as well, that it's actually, we can now see that, that Liam has declared he, he wants to follow Jesus. And it's actually in some ways, it's, it's how you see kind of who's entering the family of the church. Because when you're a Christian, it's not actually just about this life of, well, I just do my thing with God and no one else matters and I'll just, yeah, who cares about everyone else? It's just me and God. That's actually not really what Christianity is about. It's actually about, actually now we join what we call the church, which is not actually like a building or a place. It's about a people. It's actually more like a family. So when we follow Jesus, it's not something we do by ourselves. It's actually something we do together. We actually need other people to do it with. And that's what we're kind of talking about in this series. It's, it's called Rivers. We're talking about unity, which is this idea of how do we be together as a people? How do we kind of be one? Because that's actually God's heart. Um, and so even as I speak tonight, sometimes we sort of do talks, and again, they're mostly about kind of us and our hearts with God and how do we relate better to God. But this, this talk tonight and, and kind of the series is a bit more about, well, talking to all of us together and actually how do we be together? How do we be united? How do we be one? How do we be a family? Because that's actually God's heart for us. And, um, but it's actually kind of hard, especially when people are different to you, especially when you like things and they don't like them or you kind of disagree or kind of think, well, how are we going to work this out and actually be together? It's actually kind of hard. And actually churches haven't often been very good at it. Um, but what I want to do is tell you a bit of a, um, and it's like an illustration or a bit of a story to start with, and it's about salad. So I don't know who likes salad. Hey, Will, are you guys able to get it up the back? It's just not up there at the moment. But there's this guy I've been reading, and he talks about three different ways to make a salad, or three different ways to eat a salad. So one way is you make a salad, and maybe it has a few different things in it. Maybe it has some lettuce. I think that one's got a bit of chicken, maybe a bit of cabbage. But then what you do is you just kind of put stacks and stacks of sauce on top of the salad. So it might be like a heap of Caesar dressing or ranch or something like that, just some kind of sauce. So when you eat it, it kind of just mostly tastes like sauce. It mostly just has that one flavour because it's just kind of been dominated by that. So that's how you might like to eat a salad. Another way to eat a salad, which is a really weird way, is to have every bit of it separate. So you have your tomatoes over here, your carrots over here, uh, there's like some chickpeas there, capsicum, and like, you have it all different and you eat like this one and then that one. And it's not even together, it's just all separate. That's like a really weird, it's not even really a salad. <laughs> like, that's, it's a really weird way to eat a salad or make a salad. Another way though is you get a stack of different things that have different flavours and you put them together and maybe you put a little bit of sauce or a bit of olive oil and it kind of brings out the different tastes and the different flavours and, and you eat it. And as you're eating it, it's not just like dominated by one flavour or one taste. It actually has all these differences. Like this salad is kind of weird. It's got like watermelon and prawns. It's like it's pretty different. I think it would be nicer. And feta. And like all differences together. And in some ways, this, this guy I've been reading, he talks about how in some ways how we've done church is kind of like these ways of having salads. So sometimes when we come to church, maybe there's some different people and some different flavours, but often it's kind of just dominated by one sort of taste 
or one flavour or one style. It's kind of like, uh, well, this church is actually mostly around this one group of people who are at this one stage of life or they, have, they like this certain music. Like, that's kind of often what it's like. And if you don't really fit into that, you can come, but you're kind of on the side. You're kind of not really necessarily a part of it. Sometimes church can be a bit like that. We're kind of united, but there's not really that much difference. Or sometimes churches can be a bit more like this weird way of making a salad. When we sort of say, well, actually, it's kind of too hard to have everyone together because we're really different. So let's just all break up and we'll just have different churches for different things. So we'll have a church for people who are young, maybe a youth high school church. And then when you're a bit older, we'll have a church for older people and we'll have a church for families and we'll have a church for singles and we'll have a church for this type of music and that type of music and maybe people who are really conservative can go to this church and others on another church. And like, in some ways, that's kind of pretty normal to us. I was thinking, last week, this guy named Randy came and spoke and he told some of the history of Churches of Christ and he talked about how way back churches were really separate. Like, really, really separate. So if you went to another church, like, they, they, maybe you wouldn't be able to have communion. Or they just sort of thought, that, oh, they're no one else is Christians except for us. And for most of us today, like, that's not really our experience. Like, especially young people today, it's like most people just say, I'm a Christian, and I get along with other Christians, and that's, that's fine. Like, what your denomination is isn't a big deal. But something that is pretty normal for us today is that you have a church, and the church is about one group of people. This is the church for the people that like the Bible. Or this is the church for people who are really passionate about the Holy Spirit. Or this is the church for people who like new music. This is the church for people who like old music. Like, that's pretty normal. But in some ways, it's the weird way to make a salad. You sort of say, well, we're different, so we're going to have our own church. We're going to separate. And that's actually, in, in some ways, not really what, what is the best. Or necessarily what, in the New Testament, the Bible actually wants this church thing called church to be. Actually, what we really want it to be is this type of salad. It's actually that we come together and there's different people, different tastes, maybe even different styles, some different values. Maybe we look a bit different. Maybe we wouldn't really be friends normally. We're not the same. We're actually different, but we're together in this mixed salad, but because we believe and love Jesus, and actually that's good. That's what a good salad is like. It's different. Different tastes together. So he kind of talks about this. And what I want to do is talk about that today. Because sometimes when, we're, when we want to be together as one, we kind of don't want to be different. We start to think, well, we just all need to be the same. But actually, in the New Testament, God's heart for the church is that we still are different, but we're together. We're like this salad that has different tastes, but we're one. So what I'm going to do is have a look at a couple of Bible passages tonight in Ephesians. I'm going to kind of go through pretty quickly. And look at these two different um, ways how things, things might be different. So the first one's from Ephesians. This is talking about this idea that actually when Jesus came, there were these two groups that were really separate. Jews, the people who had followed God through the Old Testament. God had worked through the Jewish people. And there was everybody else, and we call them Gentiles. The people who didn't know the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. They, they didn't know this God. They just sort of did their own thing. And these two groups are really enemies in a lot of ways. But because of Jesus, he's broken down these two, these two groups and actually made them one. This is what it talks about in Ephesians 2. It says, He himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier of hostility by setting aside his, in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. 
and in one body to reconcile them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. So this is, like, imagine two really, really different groups of people. I don't know, maybe even if you're in high school, imagine, like, the two groups of social friends and so forth that they just don't get along. Like, no one's friends. You're really different. There's this, you're kind of enemies. You don't understand each other. Actually, when we come to the New Testament, what Jesus has done leads to this new family of people who would never spend time together, who are not like each other, come together and are now called to be one because of Jesus. There's this other verse that talks about just how different people were in the church. Paul writes this. He says, now there's neither Jew nor Gentile. Those two groups are broken down. Slave or free, people who were slaves are sitting down and eating with people who were free, which you wouldn't do back then. There's neither male nor female, for you're all one in Christ Jesus. It's this picture that actually the church is supposed to be these really different people that wouldn't normally eat together, that wouldn't normally hang out together, but they're one. They're united because of Jesus. And actually the church kind of needs to have a diversity of people. It's not supposed to be a group where we come and everyone's the same, the same culture even, or the same gender, or the same age, or the same stage of life. Or the same social class. We're not, we're not supposed to be united because we like the same music or because we like the same sports team. Like maybe those things come together and that's good, but really we want to be people who, who don't, who like different teams. <laughs> like they're, they're actually together because of Jesus. There's a diversity of people. There's another passage in Ephesians and it talks about just how we're one. And there's actually only one church because there's only one God. And if God's our father, then we're in the one family. We're brothers and sisters. We're together. And he, and he talks about this. He talks about so many, so many things. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. So to split up and sort of divide doesn't make any sense. But then he says this next thing. He says, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned. It's this picture of like, actually, we are one. We are together. But that doesn't mean that we're the same. There's actually different gifts or different things that God has given everyone in the church to be able to use and to serve and to give. This is Paul in Ephesians talks about some who are apostles or prophets or evangelists, pastors and teachers. There's certain gifts that are given. People can do certain different things. Maybe, maybe it's speaking God's words. Maybe it's telling people about Jesus. But these are all actually, not, it's not that there's some special people in the church and everyone else does nothing. It's actually that their job is to lead for everybody to serve and give whatever they have. It says that he may equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. It's this idea that actually, like we have a body, like you have a body, and you have a hand, and you have a foot, and you have legs, and you have arms, and actually they're all different parts. It's actually a really good thing. It's a really good thing that we're not just legs or that we're not just a hand. Actually, we need all the different parts, but actually all the different parts of our bodies form one body, and we can use it. And he talks about the church is supposed to be like this. Actually, we have people who are good at this thing, and other people who are good at this thing, and other people who are good at this thing, and actually everyone is to work together. There's actually a diversity of gifts in the salad. Some people it's prophesying, some people it's serving, some people it's teaching, some people it's encouragement. Um, maybe some people it's praying for people. Maybe some people it's, it's cooking for people. It could be anything. But actually the, the picture is that actually we want 
them to be different. We don't want the church to all just be people um, who teach or all just be people who serve. We need some people who lead. We need people who encourage. We need the diversity of gifts together. So what we're saying is that a church actually needs diversity, actually needs difference. Diversity of people, actually supposed to be a group that have different people, and a diversity of gifts and functions. We want to have a salad that, that has different tastes, different styles together as one. But that's hard, right? Like what is easy is to hang out with people who are like you. And often that's kind of what we want. Often kind of what we want is like, I just want to find the people that are like me and hang out with them. Because, and we think, kind of, we just want to find our people. We just want to find our group. And, and, it, and when everyone else is like us, then that's good. And, and maybe there's some truth in that, that that's good. But there's this greater truth that actually, what would it look like to be a part of a community when people are actually not like you, but you still belong? You're still together. You actually love each other and you're united. And actually your differences actually lead to greater things because you kind of complement each other and work together. And actually that's kind of God's picture of what the church is to be. But this is hard. And, and what I want to do is just give, he, he talks about these two other pictures. We've got this picture of a salad. Then he talks, talks about two other pictures that can actually help us to do this. So this is what we're talking about. We want unity, not unity. We don't want to be the same. Uniformity. Unity, united and diverse. True unity celebrates our diversity while remaining one people. So we'll keep, keep going. Skip through to here. So in that first passage, we talked about diversity of people. Different groups. People who are enemies coming together. He starts talking about a building. That actually what God's doing is building a people into a building. It's a metaphor that this would become a holy temple in the Lord. He says, and in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. So when, when he's talking about a building, remember we're saying the church is not a building, like that we meet in a building, but the church is the people. But he's talking and saying that actually the, there's a picture of the people are to be a building. What's a building like? It's stable, it's solid, there's blocks that are like cemented together on like a strong foundation. It doesn't move. It's, it's stable. That's what a building's to be. And this building is to be a building that actually God comes and lives in. It's a temple. Temples are where God's come to. He says that this, this building is to be a dwelling in which God lives. And this is the picture that actually God, because of Jesus, comes and lives in our hearts. But he actually also wants to live in our community as the church. And it's, it's like, like we are a building that he comes and dwells in together. So actually, the different, and that, that, that's meant to be with different people, a diversity of people united as a building and as a temple. And what's a building like? It's strong, it's stable. And actually, the only way that this can work is if that's actually how we relate to each other, with that kind of committed love. Graham Cook says it this way, how do we have unity and diversity? How do we get along even though we're different? The solution is to have solid relationships ground in a love that is rigid, unmovable, and inflexible. No matter what the provocation, that means like whatever comes, we simply will not be moved away from expressing the love of Jesus for one another. It, it means that in our relationships as a, as a church, in our commitment to each other, is to be immovable. Is to be that we love each other, we're committed to each other, we're staying together no matter what. That's the building. It's that we commit to love one another and stick together even though we're different. 
It's actually, well, that person is not like me. I don't understand them at all. But they're another follower of Jesus, so I'm going to love them and stick with them no matter what. And we're going to talk about it. Or I would do things this way, and they're doing it really differently. It's okay. We're going to stick together and commit to each other in love. We don't love each other because we're the same. We love each other because we have the same God, and we're in the same family. It's actually this building. It's this solid thing. But then he talks about another picture. And this is what we talked about a bit before, of this body. And actually, it's true that we, that we have a body, but he's saying that actually Jesus has a body. Jesus was here, and he, he walked on earth, and he's gone to heaven. But actually, Jesus, in, in some ways, still walks on earth. But we are his body. That the church is not just to be this, this, this community of this building, but it's actually to be a people that actually Jesus still works through as a body. And the body is to have different parts and actually work together and actually grow together. And actually it leads to the church being built up together and it leads to God being revealed in the world. So there's this picture of a body and it's actually different gifts, different functions, united as the body of Christ. And what are bodies like? Bodies move. <laughs> they do stuff. They're, they're flexible. They, they change. Like you, you, you work, it works together. It's coordinated. That, that's kind of the picture of the church as well, that actually it, it moves and does things. It says, this view relates to our ministry and all the things we do together in the service of God. The church should be full of movement, vision, and challenge. We should be doing lots of different things, working together as one. So we encourage and value the unique contributions of each person. Actually, what it means is that everybody in the church, which means the community of people, has something to contribute that's actually given to them by God. That if you, if you believe in Jesus, if, if you've received him, it says that there are, as a, as a grace, which is a gift from God that's been given to you by his spirit, and actually it's needed for the body to mature and grow together. Actually, everybody has that. If you're a believer in Jesus, everybody's been given something by God to contribute and serve. And actually, what we need is all of those active as much as possible, and actually to value all of them and work together. That's actually the picture of the body. So we've got these two pictures, right? Church as a building, which is a metaphor for the people built together in love, and then the church as a body, which is a metaphor for the people working together and, and serving together and, and growing together. And the thing that this guy that I've been reading, who, who really helps me with, is he says what sometimes we do is we focus on what we do together. We kind of think we've got this job to do, we want to work together, but in some ways it, it doesn't work because if we disagree, it's too difficult. Sometimes we can't figure it out. We're like, we have this idea, this person has this idea, this person values this gift, this person values this gift, and, and then we divide because it's too hard. And he said what we actually have to do is we have to make the priority the building. That actually we say we are a community of people who are committed to each other in love first. And second, we're a community of people that work and do stuff and serve together. And if the tension gets too hard there, we come back and reestablish that actually first we're committed to each other in love. He says this, the principle for church relationships is that God dwells in the house and moves in the body. We can act together as the body of Christ, but unless we are built together as the house of God, we will always be erratic and ineffective. It's this picture of we are built together as the house of God, that we say we love each other, we're committed to each other. Even though we're different, even though we disagree, it's okay. We're one in Jesus. 
And then from there, we can actually, we're actually in a space where we can work through the differences. We can even value and celebrate the differences and actually serve together. He says this, mistakes occur in church when we forget that what we are together is far more important than what we do together. Who we are as this new family that God has made is first before what we do. Because if we put what we do first and it doesn't work out, we can't agree, we, we, we have to divide. But if we start with who we are, it, it, the, whole, the whole point is that we're different and there's differences, but we're together and one in Jesus. So these are kind of the two main points I'm making t- today. That, that true unity, if we want to be united as a church, it still celebrates diversity. We actually don't want to be the same. The point is not, let's find the group that everyone's just like me. The point is, actually, we should be coming to church and people are not like me, but we're one. We're united. Jesus has joined us together and we actually love each other. And actually, that, that, that kind of, in some ways, is impossible without God to have a community of really different people who love each other. That's only possible with God's love. Because that God is like that. God is united, diverse community of love. And then we're saying, secondly, that what we have as the church is a building and a body. And the building is committed love for one another. And secondly, the body is valuing each other and working together by God's Spirit. So I don't know what that might mean for you tonight. It might mean maybe you sort of think about church and maybe you kind of go to one side. Like maybe you sort of think, I, I just really value unity and being together, but maybe I focus too much on being the same. I just want everyone to be the same. I just want everyone to agree. I just want everyone to get along. And, and we kind of push too far that way. Or maybe we might push too far down this other way and we sort of say, well, everyone's different and it's really good and we want to be diverse, but actually we kind of end up separate. And, and yeah, everyone's doing their thing, but it's not really together and it's not really working together and it's not really united. And sometimes the tension is we kind of go too far one of those ways. Maybe a question tonight to think through is actually, which way do I go? Do I, do I push more one way? And actually, do I sort of need to come back? Do I need to value unity more? Or do I need to value diversity more to come together? And secondly, maybe with the building and the body, is maybe even to think, to think through what does it mean to be a part of the church, God's people? Or what actually unites us? And, and what actually leads you to the relationships that we have with each other? It, is it just that we do the same things together? Like, is it just that we're together because we come here on a Sunday at 4.30 and we have a service and we like the music? Like, like is that what unites us? Because that's not a very strong foundation. It, it's focusing on what we do. Um, or is it that actually, no, we are built together in love and it's primarily that actually we're together not because of what we're doing, but because of who we are. And maybe there's a need to sort of think through, well, what's actually the foundation? What, what am I putting a priority on in terms of belonging to the church and belonging to the family? And so what we're going to do to respond tonight is have communion, which is something we do every week. And this is such a great practice to actually remind us of the unity that we have, that we're actually united. That actually, the idea is that we take this and we remember Jesus' body, that Jesus died for us, that actually his death has broken down these barriers between people. His death has actually led to forgiveness of sin, to grace. And then we remember that his body was broken and his blood was poured out. 
But we also remember Jesus' body now, that actually we here together represent Jesus' body. That actually as we take the same cup and the, and the, and the biscuit, we actually recognize actually his body is present among us. We are his people. And part of it is to actually recognize and actually honor and actually love and care for each other as we take communion. So maybe even tonight, sometimes like we take communion, we're just really focused on us and God. And that's really good. And, and maybe do that. But maybe even tonight, do that, but then also look around and sort of say, actually, well, yes, I'm together with God, but actually I've been made a part of a family. And God's heart is that we would be one, that we would value each other's differences, that we would come together in love and service. And actually, maybe think, think just to come back to that um, as, we, as we take communion. So I'm going to pray. Um, what we do here is if, if you believe in Jesus and, and follow him, you come and take a biscuit, which represents his body, and dip it in the juice, representing his blood, and you can eat it. Um, if you have an offering you'd like to give, there's, there's offering bags there. And, um, and then we just take some time to pray. Um, so it might be just at your seat. You might like to go to the back. And we just kind of have a space to pray and spend time with God. And again, if you need if you need prayer, if, you, if you're struggling or if you just want someone to pray for you, you can ask people next to you again and say, could you pray for me? Or you can come forward and we can pray for you. And the, and the picture is that we're actually together as family serving and supporting each other. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray and then, then we'll come and take communion um, after that. Yeah, Jesus, we just thank you that you gave your body for us. Um, that you went to the cross um, to forgive us and to reconcile us to yourself um, and that you've brought reconciliation um, between all people and your heart is that all would be one in you, that all would be united in love. And Lord, we just thank you for your body that is your church and just everyone here tonight, God, no, no matter what their age is or gender or background, culture, in you, Jesus, we are one and called to live as one. And we just ask that you would open our eyes to that reality more and more and unite us as a family in, in love, we pray. Um, so would you just meet with us and, and guide us in this time? Um, we just pray this in your name.